I am Brandon Gentile, and this is the Metro Detroit Millennial Real Estate Money and Business Podcast. We challenge the status quo here because we are constantly looking to get ahead and take advantage of opportunities all around us to better our lives and those lives around us. We are looking for honest, loyal, trustworthy, and upstanding citizens of Metro Detroit and Southeast Michigan. This podcast is for you. Everything that is great about this city and the people in it. We are looking to bring it back to the glory it once had and will be again. We empower home sellers, buyers, investors, builders, developers, influencers, and business partners to do what they are great at because they understand the importance of an elite real estate group and desire a strong support system behind them. They trust their advisors to help them make decisions that best suit the advancement of their goals. This podcast is for you. yourself from the matrix just some notes just a few notes that um, that I'm just writing in my journal and uh, thinking about and um, I think we all need to remove ourselves sometimes from the matrix whether it's the political matrix the news uh, financially your job whatever it might be in your life you have to remove yourself sometimes because as we all tend to do from time to time we tend to get in our own heads and we let other people and other things influence what we're doing and we just had so many questions lately and truth be told it's very hard to even follow and figure out what is going on right now because things are moving so fast and I keep giving this analogy of things are moving at light speed where the coyote running off the cliff chasing the coyote or the chasing the roadrunner and we haven't even looked down yet we're going so fast we have so much momentum because we're so big and the economy is so big that it's just going straight still. And we haven't even looked down yet. And um, I've had a lot of good talks with a lot of different people. And um, everyone has different thoughts, right? The economy is going to collapse. We're going to be totally fine. It's funny. You talk to lenders and you talk to people in the financial world. And they tend to think, you know, they, they just see the past and what has already happened. And that won't happen again. Because that's all they know, right? They, they've seen, well, the banks are stronger now. And they're better now. So things are going to be okay. And it's funny because that's such a fraction of the economy and what's actually going on. There's so many massive things like the Fed's talking about bailing out student loans and things like that. And it's, it's, it really is, which is the biggest asset of the federal government, by the way. Um, that is such a fraction of what's going on. There's so many. We already, I think, have contracted 40%. We contracted 33% in the, in the last uh, downturn, and we contracted 40% already in two months. We did, took, took us two or three years last time. So anyway, the whole point of this is remove yourself from the matrix. Remember 10 years ago in 08 or 12 years ago, I was a senior at Michigan State, and I remember being in my apartment and watching the economy just go crater through the floor. And I remember thinking to myself, I just remember vividly thinking, wow, what is going on right now? I need to figure out this game. There's something going on. There's something that's some type of game we're in. There's a matrix we're in. I need to figure that out and find out what is going on and what this all means because it really was a defining moment in my life. The first defining moment in my life when it comes to the markets and economy was when we bought a bunch of Beanie Babies in the late 90s, so 10 years prior to that, and then those lost all their value. And then all the hockey cards I had as a child, um, I remember reading Beckett magazines. So if you guys, any of you card collectors remember Beckett's um, magazine, they would have the prices for all the cards. And I remember 
her cards I had were 30 bucks 50 bucks 10 bucks whatever and I remember those going to just pennies on the dollar after the dot-com crash after 2000 and same thing with Beanie Babies etc there was so much excess money in the system that it just didn't have anywhere to go and so people were just buying which brings me to another point actually quick which is there are pensions that are out there that have invested or are investing in Beanie Babies um so that's uh, just to show you what's going on in this world right now of, you know, your pension, maybe or your 401k, what those things are being invested in. So just, uh, you know, coming full circle, just, you know, make sure you're, you're doing your due diligence. So anyway, um, removing yourself from the matrix. Remember my my next real adult experience in the, the economy was watching the economy just go through the floor and during the 08 election and just months before the election i remember thinking wow there's there's a matrix we are in we have to figure out i have to figure out what is going on i mean there's a game being played some people are getting wealthy clearly and a lot of people aren't so what is going on what's the difference between these people that are winning and what's the difference between these people that are losing and a lot of it like we've spoken about is in the head right a lot of it's between the ears a lot of it's in the mind a lot of it's your network and relationships and where you went to school and who your parents were and you know what ivy league did you go to that's a lot of of it right there's, there's a big chunk of that there however there's still a chunk of people if someone's done it that means that you can do it too if someone's done it that wasn't um in you know the ivy league school if there's someone who does who did it who was your same skin color or the whatever it is if someone's done it then it means it can be done right just like roger bannister breaking the four minute mile no one thought it could be done then he did it now uh, seemingly everyone can do it right it's been done a lot after that same thing with uh i forget his name i think it was like uh edmund Hilary, I can't remember his exact name, it was something like that, but he's from New Zealand, I believe, and he was the first one to climb Mount Everest. People tried, frozen up there, never to come down again, right? He was the first one to do it. Him and his, his Sherpa, they wouldn't say who was the one, the first one up there, uh, which is pretty cool, actually, both of them, and then how many people have done it since then, right? So it's it's all in the mind. It's, it's, it's unbelievable when you really break it down and think about, okay, what is in my mind and what's going on in the story I'm telling myself constantly between my ears? you know, oh, my, my relationships aren't great or my spouse sucks or whatever it might be. That's a story you're telling yourself. You know, oh, I, I, I'm not making the income I want to or, oh, I'm, I'm overweight all the time or I'm too skinny, I can't put on weight. That's just, that's up here. And yes, are there things that are physically uh, challenging in your life? Yes, of course there are. However, everything you're telling yourself is what's actually manifesting itself out into reality. So if you think the economy sucks right now, it's gonna suck. If you think it's great, it's gonna be great. It's all up here and it's all depends on your thinking and, and that's going to get you from point A to point B. So whatever your story you're telling yourself, that's going to get you, that's going to be the path you lead from point A to point B. So removing yourself from the matrix, that is key in all this because it's so, everything's coming so fast, so hot and so heavy right now that no one knows what's going on. There isn't one person, you watch all the billionaires out there and all the different people, they all have different things and slight variations here and there of, of what they think is going to happen. So to be able to, you know, I was talking to one of my friends today and he was just asking about gold and silver and real estate and investing and, and hedging, you know, your wealth and things like that. And it really is fascinating because most people, you can't even talk to them about it because they don't speak the language. I remember Robert Kiyosaki always said, um, you know, as Rich Dad, one of the big things he told him was speak the vocabulary of a, of a wealthy person and, and, and 
be able to speak with them and, and talk like them because it's really another language. It's, a, it's, a, it's another language to be able to talk like that, talk about bonds, talk about interest rates, talk about ROI and internal rates of return, um, know how bonds work or in interest rates, know what negative rates mean, um, which is a new concept which we'll talk about this week actually and do a separate video on. But know how those things operate and then you can then act. When you hear things, you can then act. It's like a language, right? Most people have no idea what's going on because it's a different language to them. When it comes on TV or there's a new news article or something that happens, they see something on Facebook, they just automatically shut off because they have no idea what's being said. It's like someone just came up to you and spoke in Mandarin. You have absolutely no idea what would just, would just happen. And that's the game coming now for full circle. I remember 10, 12 years ago, and I'm sure most of you watching right now, thank you for, for all of you jumping in and joining in. I can't even see you right now because I don't have my glasses on. So um, I, uh, I'll have to read them in a second, get really close to the camera. So... Um, I remember thinking that 12 years ago, I have to speak this language. I have to understand what's going on. I can't stand being unable to speak the language I want to speak. I can't stand that feeling of being trapped and being, uh, being held back by something that I can, I can figure out. I can learn. And that's what the last 10 years have been for me personally has been how to learning that language. It's been, you know, audio tapes and, and seminars and, and meetups and talking to people and zoom calls and person, um, you know, and, and more books and more audio tapes and podcasts and just hours upon hundreds of hours of doing that over and over and over again for 10 years and doing the real thing, simulating the real thing, playing games, doing the real thing, doing the real thing, talking to more people. And that's what really sets the tone for your life and gives you that ability to then remove yourself from the matrix ultimately and speak that language so you understand what's going on. You can make decisions that are best for you and your family moving forward. And you can be prepared and, and really calm in chaos. As, as Bob Proctor always says, there's the, the biggest opportunities lie in crisis. And the, the deeper the crisis, the bigger the opportunity. And that's what's coming forward. And I just, you know, again, coming full circle and putting a bow on some of this, a, a lot of people asking what's going to happen to the economy. The aggregate of everything I see and the, the big people I listen to, and I'm not talking about economists and all that kind of gobbledygook, but I'm talking about you know, real legit, you know, billionaires, multi, multi-millionaires and, and people that are, that have businesses, they're huge investors. Most of those people, the aggregate is things are not looking good over the next year or two. And again, people on the micro level, they, they look at one thing like, oh, banks look good or, you know, well, rates, you know, they'll, they'll really help the economy or, you know, hey, they strengthened the, the lending standards. So people, will be, that has nothing to do with what's going on. You know, no one should ever have that in their head anymore. That happened in the past, like breaking a bone. That's a strong point of your body now. It's going to break somewhere else. It's not going to break in the spot it just did again. So stop looking there. Stop looking in the past, right? There's nothing you can do about, as Bob Proctor says as well, there's nothing you can do when you have the, the hourglass, all the sand that's falling into the bottom. There's nothing you can do about the sand that's underneath now. There's nothing you can do about the sand up top. You have no idea how much sand you have left either in your life. All you can focus on is that sand passing through the middle of the hourglass right this second. So... It's going to be something different, right? We have massive, massive credit debt, consumer debt. We have massive just national debt. We have massive unfunded liabilities. We have massive uh, global debt and incredibly just insane money printing, currency printing, and, and just huge bubbles everywhere. Student loan debt, obviously, right? Nearing $2 trillion, getting closer to $2 trillion. So it's going to be a number of other things. Coronavirus, obviously, just locking everyone down. Those are those pins that are going to pop the bubble. And all you know, the, the music will stop at some point. There's only so many chairs left. 
So that's where understanding the removing yourself from the matrix, understanding the the game, understanding the language is what's going to ultimately give you, like I said, it's going to give you that ability to to thrive and to to make this this transfer of wealth from you know the really the people that don't understand, the people that can't see what's going on. That transfer of wealth is going to go from those people to the people who understand the game and are running the game. Either one of those two. So you either have to be running the game or you have to understand the game. You have to speak the language. Those are the two ways. And it happens every crash. Like if you study these crashes, guys, <clears throat> it happens every single time. Every crash is just history. I am fortunate because I love history. History is fascinating to me. My father made it very interesting for me. And, and I loved it growing up where in school they make it so boring and so terribly painstaking that you don't want to learn history. I think there's a reason behind that. I think that or there was something bigger behind that. And that's why they don't know. People don't want you to know history. It, it keeps you, it <clears throat> keeps you under people's control. When you don't understand the mistakes you've made, your ancestors have made in the past, you are doomed to meet the, to, to make those mistakes again. It's just common sense. It's just human history. So reading history and learning history, that is how we learn from the past. It's, again, it doesn't automatically say it's going to happen again, but it's, it rhymes, right? There are very similar patterns and charts and we have thousands thousands of years of history to go through and watch those patterns and that's what enables you to foretell the future so anyway remove yourself from the matrix starting where we started from the beginning as well make sure you're spending some time in thought this big thing the last year or two i've really in the last two years have really helped even level up more is is just getting into my head and being quiet being still um meditation, more meditation, more prayer, stuff like that. And writing my thoughts down, been keeping a journal for two years now, every single day. And those kind of things are just things that not only am I going to look back on and be glad I did. And I hope my kids, my posterity will be glad, but also just being able to get my thoughts out and be clear, be calm and not have that all built up in my head. Cause we all do that, right? We all build things up in our head. So, um, I just hope that, <clears throat> you know, you guys can, uh, get some of that, that calmness. Cause that's something I wish that everyone had is just the calmness. And it's something that I'm, I'm glad that I've been focusing on the last couple of years because it's, it's helped so tremendously because in this world we live in, in this matrix we live in, we're so plugged in all the time with our phones and the TV and the internet and all this stuff that it's just, everything's going a mile a minute. We don't even know what to believe. We don't even know what to, to trust half the time. And it just gets so crazy. We just explode. You know, we get in fights with people, we get into road rage, we get into whatever it may be because we're so wound up. So relax, you know, unplug, remove yourself from the matrix, from the matrix. This is what a great time right now to be doing that. And, um, I just, I, I hope and wish that upon, um, so many of you. So, um, let's see here. Appreciate you guys all jumping on. <clears throat> literally you guys thought I was joking. I literally can't see. So, um, but anyway, appreciate you guys a ton. We'll have a video this week about, um, not the, removing yourself from the matrix, and it's getting way darker on the camera than it is out here, unfortunately. But uh, negative interest rates and some more tactical stuff. I wanted to uh, get into that more this week and how it's going to affect us. Because this is something that we talked about last year that I really thought was going to be coming. And uh, I, I think it's going to. We're seeing the signs already. We're seeing some of the futures point towards negative rates. And that literally impacts every single one of you. So every single one of you talking on here right now, negative, negative rates will impact you. And just to give you a sneak peek. That means you are paying the bank to hold your money. So you have that savings account or checking account, whatever it is. That means you are paying that bank, that credit union, whatever it is, to hold your money. So, you know, there's there's a million ways around that that we had Ron Sneller on the other day talking about 
you know, life insurance and uh, how the wealthy and how banks actually uh, save their, their cash and stuff like that. So there's a million ways to do it. There's also things you can do with your cash. You don't have to necessarily go into life insurance and get you know more life insurance or whatever, but there, there are tons of ways. There are different ways to do stuff. So we'll get into a handful of this week and the positives and negatives of that. Because as we always say, right, there's three sides of the coin, knowing each side of the coin and being able to be on the, on the edge of it so you can make the best decision for you. And then also... Um, hoping to have some big guests on the uh on the show this week on the podcast on the youtube show so um uh you have an array of people as well so talking about adversity uh talking about creative real estate and different stuff like that so we're going to have some really fun people over the coming weeks and i'm excited because we're going to share it on youtube uh, well be on youtube and the podcast stuff like that still working on a name got a project name we're still working on a name there so let me know if you have any ideas and then before i drown out in the darkness here and so that, that's going to be fun, but uh, I think you guys will get a kick out of that, but we will be uh, putting them onto uh, Facebook here as well. So appreciate you guys more than, uh, more than you know. So Marie, Goo, David, appreciate you guys all jumping on here. So I can't even see you guys anymore because it's so dark. So <laughs> appreciate all you guys jumping on. Bunch of uh, silent... Uh, Silent Warriors here watching. So I appreciate you guys. Let me know if you have any questions. And uh, like I said, I look forward to to uh, talking about negative rights this week and all the people we're going to bring on the show here in the future. If you guys know anyone, any uh, really uh, cool people that should be on the show that we should interview at some point, please let me know that as well because that would be awesome. So I have a huge list of people that, that I have kind of pointed out and um, pegged. But uh, yeah, I'd love to know what... Um, what your thoughts are and that who you might know. So appreciate you guys. Remove yourself from the matrix. Take time to do some more prayer, some meditation, and to uh, you know be with your family, obviously, during this time, but also get, in your, get inside your own head. What are those thoughts that are going on? I think one of the coolest things, too, one of the cool things I remember Bob Proctor years ago, like seven, eight years ago, when I saw him in, in person a bunch of times, I had the good fortune of going to his house in Toronto, and uh, his wife gave me a couple of his books somehow, some way, and uh, he... He always, um, I don't even know what I was going to say now, but he, go watch Bob. That's all I got to say is go watch Bob. And he, he, he really is incredible. He is someone that uh, will change your life and uh, he's, he's changed mine. So um, it's removing yourself from the matrix, get into your own, get into your own thoughts, you know, get into your own mind and, and be calm and be, be still because that's what's going to ultimately bring you self-awareness. Oh, that's what I was going to say. He, he always talked about, there was a guy, I think it was in Think and Grow Rich, actually. He, Bob would talk about him all the time. He would talk about how when he had really hard thoughts or hard problems or things he needed to do, he would talk about um, going into this state where he would either meditate or, or go into like a sleep, a pre-sleep or something like that. And he would go in with the people that he admired the most in his life and he would basically have a round table and say, put out these thoughts to all of these people and let them solve them. So I can't remember who exactly was in his, on his table, but it was, it was like Nikola Tesla. It was like Jesus, Abraham Lincoln, you know, something like that. It was like 12 people where he would go through and then literally act out and think about what they would say to him. How would they act? How would they, what would they say to him to help resolve his problem? And I think that that uh, was probably the one of the coolest things I've ever heard. And it's like, who thinks of that? Number one. Uh, but number two, I've tried that numerous times in my life. That's one thing I've not done consistently though. 
but that is, I want to, I'm going to try that more actually, because that's really, that is such a cool and fascinating thing to do. And like a smart thing to do that you get into the mind of someone else and how they would act and how they would think and then help them or help you solve your own problems by thinking about how they would look at that. So he would literally create his own panel of all-stars and, and advisors and he, they would help him. So pretty dang cool. But uh, anyway, I'm going to get the heck out of here just at nine o'clock. So getting super late. Got to go finish my notes, finish my thoughts. So we'll see you guys later this week on the, on some of the shows, but also, like I said, negative rates coming this week. Hope you guys have a good night.